Dan Bongino. All the Sanders supporters love throwing bombs at me, and I throw them right back. I'm not here to pull any punches, right? The Dan Bongino Show. This is the great irony of conservatism. Even liberals win under conservatism. Get ready to hear the truth about America. Are you suggesting you're that stupid that other people can run your lives better than you can, even though the cost and quality of what they buy, quote, for you doesn't even matter to them? On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right. Welcome to the Renegade Republican with Dan Bongino. Producer Joe, how are you today? Always glad to be here, babe. Yeah. Hey, thanks for all the emails about my uh, Raptor situation yesterday with the Ford Raptor. I'm still in negotiation. Negotiations for those of you who are uh, concerned about where we are, I'm trying to get rid of my Tahoe. So I'll let you know. I really I like the car a lot. I want it, but I'm not willing to pay any ten thousand over sticker. That's crazy. Mm. These are apparently very uh, very uh, unique cars. Ford doesn't make a lot of them, but I will update you all. So thanks for all the emails. You all are the best. Love my audience. You guys are terrific, and ladies out there. I even got an email from someone who works over at Ford. They're like, we're happy to have you join the Ford family. I was like, all right. <laughs> Told my wife. This is pretty cool. Huh? Oh, man. So uh, what a huge news day yesterday, today. I don't even know where to start. Right before mm. we came on the air, uh, we had a Trump edict about the transgender the military enlistments, which is uh, just kind of threw my whole show up in the air. It's like, hey, let's talk about this. Well, now we have to talk about that. So we'll get to that. But um, yesterday was a big day. And for those of you binge listening who are hearing this right away, I said yesterday's vote was going to be key. And of course, yesterday's vote, we had two Republicans that let us down. And that happens often, sadly. Uh, Yesterday's vote to advance the debate on Obamacare. That's all it was. It happened in the Senate uh, that it, it passed. It passed 51 to 50. And you may say, well, how's that? There's only 100 senators. Well, Mm -hmm. and a tie, obviously, the vice president, according to the Constitution, the vice president can break the tie. The vice president's Mike Pence. He voted in the affirmative to advance the debate on Obamacare. And debate is still going on right now. Now, a little progress report for you. Uh, the, The first vote after the so yesterday's vote, Joe, just to be clear, mm-hmm. if you heard yesterday's show, you know this. It was a vote just to basically start the debate on Obamacare. Right. Uh, sadly, two Republican senators voted uh, not to do that because they're not Republicans. Yeah. Um, they're not rhinos. They're not uh, kinos, conservative in name. <laughs> they're just not Republicans. They, they, they run as Republicans to take your money, to take your time, to steal your effort, to deceive you, to lie to you. But Lisa Murkowski of Alaska is not a Republican. She has no Republican principles we need. She will only vote, as I said yesterday, to name a post office after someone. She voted no. Basically, no to even start the debate on Obamacare because she's not a Republican. She's a fake. And Susan Collins of Maine has never been a Republican at all. It's not personal. Uh, I'm sure they're very nice people. Great, terrific, wonderful. They're not Republicans. And frankly, folks, as an action item for you both, I would suggest to you if you're in Maine and Alaska, I would implore you, beg you, ask you, um, don't. Don't help these people out. Don't, why are you helping them? They don't vote when you need them ever to advance values you and I share. Why would you help them? Now, I'm a realist. And as I said yesterday, Joe, and I'll repeat again because it's important. I don't think I'm not repeating the show just for the sake of repeating it. We have some results from yesterday that we have to discuss. And those results are the Murkowski and Collins no votes on advancing the Obamacare debate. Mm-hmm. But if they win their primaries, and I hope they don't, I hope they're primaried and I really hope they lose. 
Um, I hope they are really, really good quality conservative candidate, candidates that go up against them. And Murkowski already lost the primary, by the way, to Joe Miller and then put her name on the ballot as a write-in. Um, but if they were to advance to the general and I was a resident of those states, yes, I, I would, I would, I don't, I never withhold a vote. Withholding a vote is a vote and it's a vote not to participate. And I think it's pretty dumb, frankly. Um, I never understood the argument, the lesser of two evils is, is uh, you know, still evil and therefore we shouldn't vote. I don't get that, Joe. That doesn't make sense. So I'm going to mm-hmm. forfeit my voice thinking, um, what kind of, I don't understand. That just doesn't make any sense. Um, yeah. That's It's not a practical choice. You know, if I have a choice between death by chainsaw or uh, death by bullet a week later, I'm going to take the death by bullet a week later and try to figure out a way out a week later. You know, <laughs> I'm not going to say, well, you know, I'm going to die anyway, so screw it. Just chop me up with the chainsaw. That's basically your choice if you say, I'm not going to do anything and therefore I'm going to let the Democrats win. But I will say this again, I would never, ever vote for them in a primary and i'm asking you if you were in maine or alaska to please not give these people any money um don't give them money do not knock on doors for them do not volunteer for them there has to be a penalty for their uh their betrayal of conservative values they're just not republicans they're not conservatives they don't care what you and i care about they're better off in the democrat party get them out so getting that out of the way now today the vote did advance because of Pence breaking the tie, the vote to allow debate. There was a vote last night, little update. The vote last night was on the repeal and replace package that's already out there in the Senate. That vote failed. Uh, the repeal and replace failed. Only 43 senators, all Republican, voted in the affirmative. Uh, what was it? Nine of them voted uh, voted no. Uh, some of them for conservative reasons. Some of them who are moderates who just wanted to be bought off for more money. Again, mo- I don't even call them moderates. They're they're not even. M- many of them are, share no Republican values. You and I share. Where do we stand today? Today, you're going to see a vote on a repeal only package at about noon. So many of you, by the time you're hearing this, are going to see what, what the results of that one. My sadly. Um, I don't think it's going to uh, I don't think it's going to pass, which is really pathetic because of the 52 United States senators in the in the Senate now, uh, all but Susan Collins, who were there already voted to repeal Obamacare in 2015, uh, voting to repeal Obamacare, knowing, Joe, that the repeal legislation was going to get to the desk of President Obama, who was not going to sign it. So just to be clear. If you are one of those Republicans who voted to repeal Obamacare in 2015 when Obama was in office and now you refuse to vote now, now that Trump is in office, let's just be honest about what you are. You're a fraud. You voted for something that you knew would have no consequences for you in 2015 because Obama wouldn't sign it. Now, when you can actually pass the legislation, you don't want to do it because you think Trump is going to sign it. What does that say about you? What does that say about how empty your ideological soul is? You really should be embarrassed. You should be, but you're not, they're not embarrassed, Joe, because they're naked power brokers and all, that's all they care about. So uh, sadly, I don't think that vote's going to go forward. I think we're going to have a number of uh, Republican uh, so-called moderates who are really, they're not Republicans at all, who are going to vote this thing down because the sad fact of the matter is, folks, the Republicans have fallen in love with Obamacare. Outside of the Mike Lees, Rand Pauls, Ted Cruz's of the world and an isolated small group of Republican congressmen on the House side, the Republicans have fallen in love with Obamacare. They are, we, have, we have lost the ideological fight within the, party, the party's elected infrastructure, Joe, not with the grassroots. Right. And that's why I, I've said to you, you know, and I'll say again, we need to primary these people. If we don't primary them, dry up their money, dry up their volunteer base, make them go march in parades by themselves. Listen. As a guy who ran for office myself, okay, can I give you a little bit of a self-deprecating story here for a moment? I don't like to break into personal stories. I don't want to waste your time, but it's very relevant to what we're discussing. 
So Joe's known me a long time, over mm-hmm. five years, since I started running for office in Maryland for Senate. When I first started, when I, uh, when I left my prior job and resigned and ran for Senate, I mean, nobody knew me. I mean, I think my mother was like, who's this guy Bongino running for office, right? Nobody knew who I was. It was very difficult to uh, recruit volunteers simply because, again, nobody knew who I was. I mean, my name ID, name identification, people knowing who I am didn't pick up until almost to the end of my Senate race and when I ran for Congress later on in Maryland. It's very difficult to recruit volunteers. And there's nothing, nothing more humiliating in politics than having a fundraiser <laughs> or going to a parade mm-hmm. and nobody shows up. Like you're by yourself like, <laughs> hey, how you doing? I'm Dan Bongino running for office. What office? I'm afraid to tell you because there's nobody here with me and I'm by myself. Folks, it's bad. I caution anybody looking to run for office. If you think it's easy to get volunteers like, oh, don't worry. My friends are going to show up. No, they won't. I promise you, they are not going to show up, okay? Uh, Not in the beginning. You may get a few, but that's it. Now, I went to Ocean City once, and we did a uh, a meet and greet. I thought it was a bad idea from the start because it was was December in Ocean City. Now, Joe, that should ring some bells to you right away. Oh, yeah. Ocean Ocean City in Maryland, Joe, correct, is a summer resort town? Yes, it's the beach. (laughs) Yeah, it's the beach. Nobody is in Ocean City in December. And this guy, I love this guy to death. He was a nice guy. But he's like, no, we need to have a meet and greet. There are still a few people around. I thought it was a bad idea. I went there. There were two people. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do? Because when there's two people, you can't leave. So I had to stay there for a couple hours talking to two people who, you know, they're there. And they know there's no one else there. It was the worst experience ever. That's a, a circuitous way of telling you dry up their volunteers for these rhinos that keep voting to preserve Obamacare. Dry it up. Dry up their money. Do nothing for them. Don't share their stuff. Let them let them stew in a primary. Listen, if they win their primary, I, I, you know, we're stuck with them. I don't know what else to tell you. Being stuck with the Democrats is far worse. But dry up their resources and make them feel the embarrassment of being all alone. Let them show up with their, their close-knit friends and family, and that's it at a parade. They'll be waving with their sons and daughters and no one else because the Republican Party has sold you out. And I cannot with a with a pure heart, folks, I mean this. I cannot with a pure heart tell you to go out and volunteer and give time to these people who are just going to continue to screw you over only when it matters. And I say that sarcastically. They'll be with you when you don't need them. I'm telling you, you want a joint resolution of disapproval on Obama's tax hikes? We disapprove. They will sign that. You actually want a tax cut? Nah, we can't do that. It's just disturbing. Now, more evidence that we are losing the party. The party has no guts and that the party is just completely collapsing and losing the narrative to Democrats who ironically have no substantial power up in Washington, D.C. at all. Up for me. I'm in Florida. Folks, the story broke yesterday or the day before. Some of the details started to leak out the day before, but I saw this yesterday. Story broke yesterday. It should be so profoundly disturbing to anyone of any party affiliation in the country that you should really take a step back and say, my gosh, where are we? Are we sacrificing our own country for the advancement of disingenuous political narratives right now? This is really disturbing stuff. Joe, did you hear the story about the House IT staffers? We've discussed this before, by the way, uh, on the show. No, no I, I haven't. No. So yesterday, uh, news broke. I think the Hill broke the story. Daily Caller's been all over this. There were some House IT, information technology staffers, who had access to DNC data, DNC emails. Mm-hmm. DNC emails, maybe like the ones that were leaked. Ah, now, I can't. 
I'm, I'm not making any allegations. I'm just t- stating a fact. DNC emails were leaked during the primary. Remember the WikiLeaks thing and mm-hmm. DNC d- d- emails got out there and Podesta emails got out there. So now these guys didn't have access to Podesta's emails, but these guys, these House IT staffers had access to DNC emails because they worked for Debbie, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, congresswoman from Florida, who was the head of the DNC. They worked for her. They got paid millions of dollars, literally millions of dollars, not figuratively, millions of dollars. As it turns out, uh, these guys, uh, one of them was trying to flee the country yesterday to head back to Pakistan and was arrested at Dulles Airport for charges of bank fraud. Now, folks, don't let this story that a House IT staffer with access to the most sensitive Democratic National Party leader emails up on the Hill was arrested at Dulles Airport for trying to flee the country to Pakistan. Uh, by the way, there are also allegations of smashed hard drives, stolen data. Mm. They had an, uh, uh, an iPad or a tablet computer that had Debbie Wasserman Schultz information with the DNC on it. Don't let that get in the way of your Trump Russia fairy tale. Don't let that don't let any of that get let's keep going with the Trump Russia fairy tale that has absolutely no evidence in lieu of Joe, a case where an actual arrest has been made. Mm-hmm. An actual arrest, Joe. Listen mm-hmm. to me. An actual person is in the Smith and Wesson silver bracelets, right? What we would call handcuffs, and is right now under a federal judicial proceeding for a probable cause arrest for bank fraud who worked for the head of the DNC and had access to the most sensitive data of Democratic elected members of the House. Don't let that get in the way of a Trump Russia story where there isn't even an allegation or evidence of a crime at all. Let's keep going. And and Republicans up there, let's keep advancing the Trump Russia thing and not fight back. This is why I'm sick and tired of these people. Sorry to rant on this, but I'm pissed off, Joe. Yeah. This is bull. It's bull. It it you know what it is. It it's this is crap. We have a bunch of gutless, castrated. No nerves, spineless, jellyfish politicians not willing to tell the truth. Let me just get this straight here. We have a real scandal going on. By the way, I haven't even gotten to the Obama unmasking NSA thing yet. Where again, there are allegations of actual violations of law and procedure. None of that. We're still talking about this Trump-Russia stupidity where there's no evidence of anything. Because no one wants to stand up and do the right thing. Now, this is why when I get emails from people, and I believe me, I read them all. I love it. Thank you for them confrontational adversarial ones thank you for the compliments i read them all i appreciate it and a lot of you who i respond back to you know what i'm talking about i i have no problem with that at all but this is why i'm infuriated when i get emails from folks listeners and thanks for listening who say gosh if we fire Mueller, it would be a political firestorm and then republicans jump on the joe Republicans, have you seen it, right? Where they jump on and go, oh my gosh, firing special counsel Mueller, the head of the Trump-Russia fairy tale investigation. Man, that would be a red line. That would be a red line? Are you serious? Nobody's talking about a special counsel to investigate the the Democrats who literally had a guy with access to all of their information during the election that was sensitive at the DNC who was just arrested at an airport for bank fraud. Don't worry about that guy. Don't worry about the Hill report yesterday that the Obama NSA, the Obama NSA released 90 incidents, 
90 incidents of Americans being spied on by the NSA and improper redactions and improper unmasking procedures. Don't worry about any of that. An actual report showing violations of federal law. Let's keep focusing, you spineless, gutless Republicans, on the Trump-Russia fairy tale and not repealing Obamacare. Now you wonder why I'm telling you don't give a dime to these, these fools? How do they look at themselves in the mirror? What does this party represent anymore? You know, Joe, mm-hmm. for all of my frustration and anger at the Democrats, and you are wrong. I, 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 this is not a backhanded compliment, Democrats, so please don't take it that way. It, believe me, it's not. Matter of fact, it's the ultimate insult. For all of your ideological failings, and they are legion, you are wrong on almost every single issue. And I, I can't think of an issue you're right on. I'm just saying almost to not be categorical. You're wrong on taxes, health care, education, everything that matters. I begrudgingly respect in a negative way your ability to coalesce around a lie. Mm. You'll lie about it, but you'll all vote for it. You'll all lie and say, oh, tax hikes are great for the economy. You have no evidence to prove that at all. But you'll lie and you'll all coalesce and vote for it. The Republicans have no guts at all. Here's the difference, Joe. Democrats are wrong and will they're lying to you about taxes, health care, education, abortion, everything. They're wrong about just about everything. Immigration policy, but they will coalesce around a lie. Conservatives are actually right about more productive, forward-leaning policies for the country and still won't stand coalesced around an issue because they're gutless, because they're afraid of the media. Listen to me if you're listening. You're afraid. If you are elected lawmakers, you're afraid. I'm sorry that bothers you, but you're, you're afraid. You know, I, I don't want to segue into like weird topics, but I, you know I love this mixed martial arts stuff and what i like about it's very purifying for Mm -hmm. the soul and there's a guy in the class i wrote with a young guy and he's an old wrestler and he's just he's enormous he's about 215 six foot one but he he looks like he weighs 300 pounds he's a scary looking guy Mm -hmm. cauliflower ear he's a wrestler he's a nice guy very nice guy you know i saw him in the gym the other day i don't know if he listens to my show if he does probably gonna be weirded out but i saw him in the gym the other day and he had 315 on the bar for the squat, you know, 345 mm-hmm. pound weight, which always looks impressive if you're not on steroids. It's a lot of weight. Yeah. And he must have squatted it 15 times, which tells me the guy's got a squat of around 500 pounds. He's unbelievably strong. And he's pretty scary looking. He wants to roll with me and, you know, do the grappling. And, I, you know, I'm old. He's 20. I'm 42. But I said to my wife, I'm like, you know what? I got to give this guy a shot eventually. I mean, I'm trying. I avoid a lot because I don't want to get hurt anymore. <laughs> but I do it. And again, it's not tough guy talk. I'm not, you know, please don't take it the wrong way. But I do it because I'm scared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know a lot of people in radio stuff, they put on this faux bravado. I I mean it, folks. I don't mean scared like tariff. Oh, my God. I I mean, I've been rolling for for 20 years. I rolled with a guy named the Big Tuna once who was 400 pounds who broke my ribs when he fell on me. (laughs) But I rolled with the Big Tuna and I'll probably wind up. Yeah, it hurt bad. (laughs) It's funny. I went to the hospital guy because I got good news and bad news because I got in a car accident two days later. This is a true story. Oh, man. And the doctor goes, I have good news and bad news. He says, the bad news is your ribs are broken. I said, oh, man, I knew it. I was having trouble breathing. I hit the steering wheel. Uh He said, the good news is your ribs were broken a few days ago it looks like or a few weeks ago because you have a lot of uh he was showing me like some bone stuff on there or whatever yeah. so i said and it must have been when the big tuna fell on me so but the point is you roll with these guys because you're scared 
because you're apprehensive, because, you know, being a human being with guts and courage, have some balls, man, is about doing what makes you anxious. It's not about avoiding all the hard decisions and they can't make them. They can't make them. Instead of standing up and as a coalesced Republican group and saying, we are going to do three things. We're shutting down this BS Trump Russia thing until until the Bureau or the, the Congress, by the way, Joe, which are still investigating. Mm-hmm. Nobody's stopping this. We're shutting this down until someone can provide evidence of an actual crime. End of story. Media, double-barreled middle finger. Go mm, yourself. Mm-hmm. Second, we're cutting taxes. We're, as a coalesced, unified Republican group, we believe in economic freedom and more money in your wallet, not ours. We're cutting taxes. Democrats, you want to vote for tax hikes? You go right ahead. You do it alone. Third, we are repealing this crap box known as Obamacare. We're doing it today. If you want to come on board and fix it after we repeal it, fine. If not, we'll do it ourselves. But Joe, they have no guts because they see the big tuna. Well, they see this monster, I'm a 20-year-old in the gym who wants to roll me in the week, and they're like, you know what? I'm going to roll with everyone but that guy because that guy makes me a little scared. Those are the guys you should be seeking out. Don't you want to test your metal? Don't you want to see what it's worth? Don't you want to have the big tuna fall and break your ribs and see if you give up? No, I'm serious. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't want him to break your ribs, but yeah. I didn't give up on that match. Against the tuna. I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure I won that one too. I think he gave up because he was tired. Folks, those are the guys you need to seek out. If you have any guts, those are the decisions you need to seek out. Man, I haven't even gotten again to the NSA story. It's so much news breaking today. It's unbelievable. All right, today's show brought to you by Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, big fan of these guys. Speaking of the gym, was in there yesterday and took a double dose of foundation, which is one of their better products. I love it. Creatine ATP mix. I always say, if you're going to try it, take the mirror test. You try the product seven days later. Go back, look at yourself again in the mirror. You'll be very impressed. It's available at BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. But another one of their products I haven't talked about in a little bit is Dawn to Dusk. Listen, if you're having a problem getting through the day, you know, you're in your 20s, 30s, or 40s, whatever it may be, and you're just super busy. You're working, you're doing mixed martial arts, CrossFit, you're going to the gym, you're a working parent, taking your kids to soccer games, gymnastics, and by noon, three, four, five o'clock, Joe, you're totally crapped yeah. out. I know you like this stuff. Paula do. does too. He's a big fan. Try Brickhouse Nutrition's uh, energy products called Dawn to Dusk. It's a time-release pill. That's the difference. It's a time-release energy pill. You're not gonna get you're not gonna get the jitters from this, but you're gonna get a nice boost in energy throughout the entire day. It lasts about ten hours. You're, the, the time of the day you need it, it's gonna be there for you. Give it a shot. It's called Dawn to Dusk. I get tremendous reviews about this product from everyone from assembly line workers to airplane pilots. Give it a look. Dawn to Dusk. Go to BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up Dawn to Dust today. You won't be disappointed. Send me your reviews. I'm telling you, I haven't gotten a negative review about this product in the six months I've been doing reads for it. It's tremendous. My wife loves it before she goes to yoga. So go give it a shot. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Okay. Yeah. So I have underlined in my notebook for the show here, real versus not real. Uh, again, I'm not going to belabor the Trump-Russia thing. We've been on it. I mean, even listeners are like, you know, we're tired of it. I'm tired of it. Everybody should be tired of it because there's nothing there. There's nothing to talk about. It's a waste of everybody's time. But that's not real. So I want to make sure to emphasize with this point. It's not real. So we have not real Trump-Russia, but that's occupying 90% of everybody's time, Joe. That is occupying the media's time, the Democrats' time, and even gutless Republicans afraid to come out and say, we're shutting this down. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Here's what's real. Again, we already discussed that a, a guy was actually arrested yesterday by federal agents and the Capitol Police, Imran Awan, and I'll put the articles in the show notes today at Bongino.com. You can read them yourself. Actually arrested for potential infiltrations of the House IT network on the Democrat side. No worries. Forget that, folks, because you're liberals and you don't give a crap about the country. Here's another story in The Hill. The, uh, this expose about what was going on under the Obama administration NSA with regards to the accumulation of data on American citizens. It's just astounding, Joe. Astounding. Yeah. And, 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 the, and, and listen, I, I'm not faulting the rank-and-file workers of the NSA, the overwhelming majority of which are very good, honest, patriotic Americans. But the bottom line is this. I'm an honest, patriotic American, too. And as a taxpayer, I not only paid my salary as a Secret Service agent, but I paid yours as an NSA uh, employee as well. And something's going on at the NSA that requires us to look back and say, wait, wait, what, really? Now, the NSA's comeback to this that, uh, by the way, I'll put the story in the show notes in the Hill again, that there were over 90 incidents where Americans were intercepted without a warrant, without a warrant on a, what was supposed to be a foreign interception. Their information was inappropriately uh, put out there, not redacted and shared. Or it was on a FISA warrant, which was not, but they were not subject to the warrant. It was a foreign target. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. It was only, you know, less than 1% of incidents. And, <laughs> you know, even Pete Hoekstra at the end of the piece, who was a supporter of Section 702, which authorizes the interception of communications on foreign targets, Joe, who's a congressman, Pete Hoekstra, even he at the end of the piece says, well, that's really not an excuse, Joe. He didn't, well, he didn't mention you in the article. He should have, though. He said, think about it. If, if you got a call from your credit card company and they said, oh, don't worry, you know, only 1% of your transactions are your credit card number being stolen and being used in an what? unauthorized fashion, you'd yeah. be like, what? What do you mean? So out of every 100 times I charge my card, it's being stolen? You'd be like, I got to shut this down and go somewhere else. Right. But in the interest of us securing our own conversations and email data and metadata, 1% of the time or a little less, to be fair, Let's say it's 0.5% of the time we're being intercepted by the NSA and our name isn't being redacted and it's being shared. And we're supposed to say, oh, don't worry about it. It's only 1%. Folks, this is unacceptable. This is totally unacceptable. It happened under the Obama era. And I only bring up the story again because this story, which is a major story about your civil liberties and the maintenance of a, an effective liberty-loving constitutional republic, has been completely swept under the run because the uh, under the rug because of fake, phony, fraudulent, phony fraud liberals, Democrats, and their media complex who are obsessed with lying to you about this stupid Trump thing. Listen, there's a quick note for liberals on this, okay? Because I don't like to suggest a, a non-path forward. You need a path forward with this. We know you're lying. We know you're lying. If you insist on continuing the Trump-Russia lie, uh, we know you're lying because no one is alleged to crime ever. Is there improper conduct? Uh, yeah, a lot of people have admitted to that. Were there some dumb decisions? Of course, there's dumb decisions everywhere. No one is alleged to crime. I'm just asking you as liberals, you phony frauds, for a moment. I probably not the best way to ask a question starting with, but you are phony frauds. I have zero respect for diehard liberals because you're liars. I have zero, none. I don't respect you at all. At all. Not even a little bit. If you're going to advocate this Trump-Russia fairy tale, I'm just begging you to please consider 
discussing at some point as well the fact that the NSA under the Obama administration grotesquely violated civil liberties and also that your House Information Network on the Democratic side may have been infiltrated by, by, by potential federal criminals. I'm just asking you to casually discuss that as well, just so the Constitutional Republic can maintain some sense of civility. Just please, while you continue your lie about the Trump-Russia fairy tale, you imbeciles. No respect for you at all. I'm, I'm really freaking salty today because I got up this morning and I'm like, I cannot believe what's going on in the country right now. There mm-hmm. are people who are just absolutely committed to the destruction of the presidency of the United States, even if it takes the country with them. They don't care. It's just so pathetic. You disgust me. You really disgust me. Filthy. Okay, I got to get to some other stuff too because there's a lot to discuss here today. Oh, let's see. So the transgender edict that came out today from the Trump administration just a few hours ago, this is important we get to this because, of course, it will be used by the left to engage in more ferocious identity politics. Uh, It's all they have. And when I say identity politics, to be clear, because I don't like any uh, uh, vague statements out there, the left is not interested in arguments about facts and data and real world ramifications of legislative and executive office decisions. They're not interested in any of that, Joe. That's a reasonable conversation you and I can have and our listeners will have. We want to know, uh, you know, to use not so flowery language, what's the decision and how is it going to affect me? Bingo. That's not what the right. I mean, that's what we do on the show. Mm -hmm. That's not what the left cares about. What the left cares about is What's the decision and how can we frame it in terms of an identif- and a group we can identify it with and get them to believe that that group is hated by Republicans? That is what they will do now. They don't care about the real world ramifications of Trump's decision today, for those of you who may have missed it, to not allow transgender uh, people in the military to serve. They're not interested in the ramifications of that for war fighting, for budgets, procedurally. All they're going to do is say, look, Republicans hate people who are transgender. They're not interested in the real world because all they have as identity politics because they're fake. They're phony. Now, I'm not even going to engage in any of the nonsensical when did you stop beating your wife talk Republicans don't hate transgender people because it's stupid and even acknowledging it acknowledges that they're making a credible argument that Republicans don't like people who are transgender. So I'm not going to acknowledge your stupidity. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the ramifications of this and I had to put this together quick because it broke a half an hour before Joe and I started recording. Yeah. Let me give you some background on this first. The reasoning behind the decision, which I saw on an email list from people who are in the know, the reasoning behind the decision is very clear. Now, the Democrats' reason is going to be in the liberals because Republicans can't stand people who are transgender, which makes imbeciles out of them because they're making it up. But the real reason for this, Joe is these procedures are very expensive mm-hmm. and the House can't, the Republican House can't seem to get out of its own way and make a decision to not fund these, uh, these, these sex change procedures. Okay. So these procedures would cost a lot of money. Now, the thinking is very logical when you think about it logically. So liberals, you can tune out now. This is for reasonable people. Let me give you a story quickly to kind of tie up where I'm going with this. I'm not going to say who or what the disease was for obvious reasons, but there was a Secret Service friend of, of mine who, when he was in the Secret Service, was not permitted to do an assignment. He wasn't permitted to do an assignment because during a routine medical checkup, they found something on him. Um, yeah. It was, uh, I don't want to say found something, it was drugs. It was, they found something on him. They frisked him and they found, they, 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 they uncovered a really, tra- he, had a, he had a really nasty 
disease he didn't know about. Okay. The, the weird thing about it, I'm not a doctor, but according to him and some medical people I spoke to, the disease he had would not have, it was not contagious at all. Mm-hmm. So he didn't have to worry about contaminating a protectee, which is reasonable. I mean, if you have Ebola, they're not going to put you as a Secret Service agent around a president, right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. It was not contagious at all. It would not, under some careful management, not have, it wouldn't have prevented him at all from doing his job. Um, he was not allowed to do a protection assignment, and it and it and it devastated him. Uh, he wasn't. He was he was prohibited from doing it. He wasn't fired. But he was prohibited for a number of reasons under that medical procedure. Also in the Secret Service, when you go in, you get a medical evaluation before you're even hired as an agent. Sure. If you have a medical problem that one is going to cost the government a lot of money to fix, but number two will prevent you from doing your job in some respects and keep you out of duty for a while. In other words, you need you know, a, a knee replacement before you, the Secret Service is probably not going to hire you because number one, the government doesn't want to pay for your knee procedure, fix it and come back later. I'll give you a perfect example, quick one. So I'm not talking mm-hmm. in, in, uh, you know, uh, 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 in, in vague stories. LASIK. If you don't have near perfect vision, you're not going to get in the Secret Service. So anyone looking to apply for an agent job, they need perfect vision. Why? Because for shooting, and they want you to be able to see stuff in the crowd. Right. So you have to have near perfect vision. If you don't and you need LASIK, you have to get the LASIK on your own and come back, Joe, a year later and get an evaluation. Clear? Cool. And then pretty crystal clear, right? Makes sense yeah. to you? Yeah. Why would the government hire someone and say, okay, we'll pay for your LASIK. And if it works out, you know, great. And if not, we'll have to fire you a few years later. They don't do that. No. Folks, the exact same line of reasoning and logic is being used with people who are transgender. If you're going in the military, not sure about what sex you desire to be, even though you're born a man or a woman, and I believe there's two sexes. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, it, it, I, I believe in science. Um, Check the hydraulics. Yeah, that's right. It's not a you know it it, it doesn't reflect on how I feel. But I'm not going to put any of those caveats in there because they're nonsense arguments right. made up by Democrats. But if you're unsure and you need a medical procedure to help you determine that, that's going to cost tens of thousands of dollars and is going to keep you out of military service for gosh, I don't know, Joe, six months, the recovery time, who knows. I'm sorry, you can't go in the military. This is not about what your identity is, what you think you are, what you don't think you are. It's not about a social statement. It's not about social justice. This is about very simple, reasonable decisions. Our military is there to be combat effective and to kill and win wars. That is it. That is the hard reality of what the United States military does. If you cannot do that, if you cannot contribute to a war-winning effort, if you cannot contribute to a combat-effective military because you are out of commission and you're going to cost the taxpayers a lot of money, I'm sorry, but you cannot fight in the military. This is not an unreasonable decision to anyone other than identity politics leftists who are going to jump all over this thing. And I have to applaud President Trump for doing the right thing. Now, uh, I, I'm very... I know, I, gosh, I say, I'm mean, going to know I'm going to get emails on this. I'm still getting emails on the death penalty show, which is amazing. The death penalty show, by the way, yeah. takes the cake out of 500 shows for the number one email show to the Dan Bongino show ever. <laughs> I'm not surprised, <laughs> no, though, man. I'm no real, question about it. Not surprised. I don't care at all. Who wants to die for the United States if you want to die for that flag? If you can meet our physical fitness standards, our firearm standards, our control tactic standards, and you want to fight in the United States military, I am all for it. I'll leave it at that. I don't care who you are. If you believe in that flag and you want to bleed for it, go for it. 
But what I do not want is a non-combat effective military trying to make social statements to the American public. Okay? Yep. That is ridiculous and absurd. And that story, if everyone else, whether it's trying to get in the Secret Service, trying to get in the Navy SEALs, Delta Force, you're trying to be a pararescue in the Air Force, you're trying to be an airman. If, those, if everyone else getting in is all required to meet certain medical requirements because you have to be combat effective and you don't, they don't want to cost the United States a lot of money for a medical procedure you need to have done on your own, then I'm really sorry that people who are transgender are subjected to the exact same guidelines. You know what I call that, Joe? Mm. I call that equality. Wouldn't you? I'm sorry. If you're transgender, you are subjected to the same medical requirements as everybody else. No exceptions. And liberals, you can paint this however you like. Good for you. I know what you're going to do. You're going to continue to go out there and do your identity politics narrative. Republicans hate transgender people. It doesn't matter. I guarantee you polling on this issue. Guaranteed. We'll see as it comes out in the next few days. When asked the correct way not slanted in either direction, I guarantee you the overwhelming number of Americans are with me on this, 100%. We need a combat effective military that can win wars. This is not a bunch of social statements. All right. Hey, have you uh, signed up for CRTV yet? I would personally really appreciate if you give us a look. I have a promo code for you for those of you who haven't heard it, new listeners. The promo code is Bongino at CRTV.com. You'll get $10 off. Now, The nice part about CRTV is we have conservative content unfiltered by any pressure from anyone. We're allowed, I'm not going to say to do whatever we want here at Conservative View, but (laughs) as Joe knows, almost whatever we want. (laughs) I mean, the line is pretty far here. Our boss is like, go for it, fellas. We don't have to worry about any of these boycotts and advertiser pressure. Advertisers are all solid. CRTV, uh, most of the shows are commercial free. Go to CRTV.com. You can watch the shows, and I'll get to who our lineup is in a second, but we have it on, we have, uh, you can watch it on your computer, you can watch it on your tablet, you can watch it on your smartphone. There's ways to sling it to your TV. You'll get Levin TV goes live nine o'clock most weeknights. You have Steven Crowder's show, Steve Dace's show, Michelle Malkin's show. We have a whole bunch of stuff coming online too. Go check it out. CRTV.com. Use promo code Bongino. Hey, Dan. Yes, sir. Before you get started again, you know, the uh, USS Gerald Ford, the new aircraft carrier that was just uh, launched this past week. Yeah. Yeah. It's beauty. It has no urinals. All the bathrooms are gender neutral. Oh my gosh. I heard that story too. And I'm like, this is just, (laughs) <laughs> really, we've lost, you know, the training in the military. I'm not going to say who, because um, I want to get, obviously, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, sure. but someone sent me a training thing from the military. I have a lot of good sources, folks. This podcast has enabled us to get you information we wouldn't get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, someone sent me a training manual, Joe, about uh, training people how to talk or discuss oh, transgender. Shit. It's, it's, if you, yeah, if you, it, I should have sent it to you. But I didn't want. I didn't want to forward on a guy's email. Yeah, you would. You would have been like, I, 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 don't, I can't. I can't. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not surprised at all. You, you know, unisex bathrooms because that's what we need. We need men and women peeing together in the same bathroom. That oh, makes really? us really combat effective. It's just ridiculous. Um, one last story I thought was interesting. I put in yesterday's show notes. I'll just make it quick because I don't get too much into. F- national security issues on the show. Uh, but sometimes when I see something that jumps out at me, I really want to discuss it. DefenseOne.com, which Drudge has been promoting pretty heavy lately. They have some interesting articles. And uh, I put it in yesterday's show notes. There's a, a worry uh, amongst national security professionals and military type show about a, a potentially very serious but brewing threat mm-hmm. uh, coming into the country that would be almost impossible to control. And I read it. I was like, wow, because I discussed this in uh, – in, uh, my my book, my uh, upcoming book. 
I know mm-hmm. people hate it. I'm not a big self-promoter, but I, I mentioned this in my book. The drones, the drone technology now, commercially available cheap jo- drones, Joe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, there's a fear that they're going to come online with batteries, which can be solar-powered. So it op- the piece opens up, and it's in yesterday's show notes. If you go to Bongino.com, you can read it yourself, that you're going to be able to be basically on the... Uh, on, on the you know west coast of Africa or whatever it may be, doesn't even matter, the east coast, be, be over the water, program in, a, a program in a target in New York City. Wow. Put a drone up in the air that's solar powered with a battery, yep. put, say, a grenade on the bottom and fly that thing into downtown New York. And, hmm. and I read that and I thought, okay, I mean, I've been worried about this forever, but I had never considered the idea that the thing could be launched from Africa. Wow. Or the Middle East or Iran or whatever. Joe, can you imagine? Yeah. A drone swarm in downtown New York dropping grenades or be mass chaos. Now, folks, again, this stuff, I, I, I don't bring it up to frighten anyone. I don't bring it up as a former Fed to say, you know, this is likely to happen in the future, but it's the kind of thing that security professionals and military people are worried enough about that they're, they're be speaking to the press about it. So just something to keep in mind. I would think, you know, the only way for because radars is is not going to be effective enough to any. What are you going to do? I mean, you're going to have a, you know, you're going to have some kind of a electronic uh, wall up that would intercept the radio communications back to the target. But the problem is, once you program in the target with the drone, Joe, it doesn't need to communicate back to the operator. Right. A lot of this stuff can oper- operate autonomously. So yeah. I hate to tell you something and say, hey, I don't have an easy solution. But I don't right now. So if I see something creep up in the news, I'll be sure to pass it on. All right, folks. Thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I'll keep you updated on the Raptor Tahoe story (laughs) as the days go. Hoping to have some news today. I'll see you all tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.